You're listening to a podcast of the Sunday morning message from Grace Christian Church in the city of Cork on the beautiful south coast of Ireland. We hope and pray that it will be a blessing to you. I wish my mother had called me Emmanuel. What can I do? <laughs> I would really be a Christmas guy. If you heard the word disruption, we all have a negative opinion of that word. If someone says, your Christmas is going to be disrupted, you're not going to like that. I'm not going to like it. When I was a a young child, everyone would say, all I want for Christmas, not the two front teeth, all I want for Christmas is a bit of peace. And I get it, we all want peace. But sometimes the Prince of Peace will disrupt your Christmas and my Christmas. And you know what? It'll be the best thing that ever happened. If God is the author of what we see as a disruption, it's really good for us. And when we look at the the theological term as the nativity narrative, but when we look at the Bible story of Christmas, we can see so many people were disrupted. Look at these few verses about Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus, who was engaged to Mary. Mary was engaged to Joseph. But she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. As Joseph was a decent man, he decided to quietly break off the engagement and not disgrace Mary publicly. But that very night, an angel spoke to Joseph in a dream, saying, Don't be afraid of taking Mary as your wife. This child is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus because he will save his people. Would anyone say amen? Amen. And Joseph obeyed the word, married Mary as his wife. So here we have a guy called Joseph and look at the disruption that happened to him in his life. And I'm going to just ask a couple of questions. I'm asking myself them as well. Did Joseph do any wrong in all of the Christmas narrative? No. Joseph didn't do any wrong. He wasn't off with someone else. He didn't create a drama. He didn't hit her. He didn't go off and get drunk. He did none of those things. He did no wrong. Did he start all of this situation? No. He didn't start anything. This quiet guy never caused any of this to happen. So he didn't do any wrong. He didn't start it. And once it started, did he stir it up? Do you know the way how some people love a good drama? Every family has someone like that in the family, don't we? A load of people are nodding their heads. No, not in my family. Every family has someone. If something happens, well, no, it can't just happen. We're going to have to stir it up and get a bit of drama. It's a bit like, I don't follow them, but if you look at any of the soaps at Christmas time, look at EastEnders this Christmas. You know what? Someone's going to be murdered, and a baby's going to be born right when the turkey has been served. You know, all this kind of thing. Some people just stir up all the drama, but Joseph didn't stir anything up. And he could have disgraced Mary. He was within his rights given that he was engaged in that culture, being engaged wasn't the way it is today. Being engaged was almost married. I mean, it was a serious step. And he could have publicly 
put her away because she was pregnant and he wasn't the father and he would have been within his rights. But he chose not to disgrace Mary. So all of this happened to Joseph and yet his response was beyond question. I'm not used to this. My hands go all over the place. He was beyond question. Why? Because Joseph was a decent man. We just read it. He was a spiritual man. You wouldn't have an angel speak to you in a dream unless you were spiritual. We know elsewhere the man prayed a lot. And above all, he was obedient. When he knew that God was saying something to him, he obeyed. He obeyed. I wonder how many of us fit into this category. I wonder how many of us, if we have a big disruption this Christmas, how many of us will be decent about it? How many of us will be spiritual, prayerful? And the big hard one, how many of us will be, diso- will be obedient and not disobey? So many people have disruptions. There's a lot of office parties going on right now. And some of them get really down in the gutter. People behave almost like animals. And do you know what? You can disrupt, it can disrupt you simply not to do something. If you decide as a person of faith, as a Christ follower, I'm not going down in the gutter like you. Suddenly there's a bit of drama at work. Why aren't you falling in with the rest of us? We can have uh, family dramas are huge over Christmas and, and loads of things. He never came to me for Christmas dinner. She's after showing up and sh- I warned her not to come. You know, all this kind of thing. We can have all kinds of disruptions. But how we respond really depends on how spiritual we are. And you know, when you look at the whole story of Christmas, above everyone, Mary was severely disrupted. She didn't ask for it. Michael spoke on that last week. She never bought it on herself. And yet God was behind it. Joseph, as we just saw, was disrupted. The wise men, otherwise known as the Magi, came all the way from Iran, talking about a disruption. We know that they would have been traveling for about three or four months over and the same back. That's nearly a whole year of disruption. Because Jesus came into the world, even the shepherds out in the hills, they were doing their job, minding their own business. But they knew something wonderful was happening and they were disrupted from their everyday work and they came to worship Jesus. Can I say to everyone, as we face into the Christmas and New Year season, disruption can be the best blessing in your life. Would anyone say amen? Disruption. Maybe you're here and this is all new to you. Can I say to you, maybe God wants to disrupt your life in a powerful way so that you begin a faith journey and come to connect with this Jesus that everybody's talking about. That you find that Jesus can be your best friend, your savior, your Lord, your leader. Hallelujah. That's a disruption because some people won't like you believing in Jesus and others might laugh at you and it changes your life, but it changes your life for the better. So all of these people in the Bible, as we read the story of Jesus' birth, were disrupted. But every one of them choose life. They choose to do what would bring life. Because sometimes disruption is bad, I know that. But so often, if God's hand is on your life, and can I suggest to everyone sitting 
or standing in here today, you wouldn't be in a place like this if God's hand wasn't on your life. Do you think it was by accident you found yourself here? Do you think you came from across the world or across the street and it's just all a fluke? No. God always intended for you to come in the door today and maybe in the future. But you're here today because of God's plan. And perhaps even you coming here today is a disruption. You could be at home in bed. You could be out shopping. You could be online. You could be watching TV. You could be reading a book. You could be doing anything. And yet you allow yourself, every one of us, those who are new and those who aren't new, to be disrupted today and to come and worship the Lord. That kind of disruption is fantastic. And I want to say to everyone today, if you're not someone who really believes in Jesus, can you allow that disruption in your life? We're going to pray that you will do that and that you will choose life. And for those who are following the Lord and believe in him and love him and walk with him, we're going to say to the Lord, you know what, Lord, whatever happens this Christmas, if your fingerprint is on that disruption, I want it. And that takes courage and that takes maturity. So we're going to close in prayer. We've got some more carols coming as well for our final part of our service today. But we're going to um, just pray now. Would you mind standing with me? Let's stand as the band make their way up. Praise God. Can we close our eyes, guys? Heavenly Father, we pray that if any man or woman, boy or girl, has never really put their faith fully and totally in you, we pray that now their hearts would begin to respond to what the Holy Spirit is doing. We pray, power of God upon your head, the Lord move into your future, and may your future life be disrupted in the most wonderful, life-giving way. We pray that in Jesus' name and God's people said... And I want to pray for everyone here. If anyone here is willing to pray, Lord, if your hand is behind this disruption. Do you know I remember one Christmas someone showed up at our door at about half past ten on Christmas night. Half past ten on Christmas night we were living in Carrigaline at the time. I remember my mother-in-law was there. She wasn't impressed. But I knew God was in the disruption from the conversation that happened. Are you willing to pray, Lord, if you're behind it, I welcome the disruption. If you're willing to pray it, go and ask you to lift your hands. You don't have to if that's not your thing. In the name of Jesus, we give you the next month. On this Sunday, the 1st of December, in the year of our Lord, 2019, we give you our Christmas. We give you our holiday, our break over the coming month, O oh God. And we say, Lord... If there's a disruption coming and your fingerprint is on it, we welcome it. And we pray you would give us wisdom, discernment and maturity to handle it the way Joseph handled it, the way Mary handled it. We pray we would be decent and obedient and spiritual and prayerful. This is our prayer for this Christmas. In Jesus' name and one more time, the people of God said... Amen. Thank you for listening, guys. We're going to have two more carols. Michael is going to lead us in them, and he's going to introduce them. So over to Michael and the band.